This is the Practical Teaching Tips Podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, high school science and chemistry teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Quick Guide to Classroom Management. Welcome to the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, and today I have a special treat for you because I have a special guest with me in the studio today. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, Ash? Uh, yeah, yeah, my name's Ashley. Um, how much of myself would you like me to introduce? Just as, as much as you feel comfortable As much with. as I feel comfortable with. So, uh, well, we've been working together for a little while, haven't we now? Probably yeah. six months. Um, I've got I've got two businesses, two two private tuition businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is uh, online, mm-hmm. which is where you do some work with me, Richard. Yes, the yeah. online um, online tuition for children age four to well eighteen mm-hmm. and beyond into into adult education and IELTS and English and, mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. English predominantly, but of course you don't do much English. With mm. me, it's a lot of the the chemistry and the the advanced maths and things like that. Mm. So we 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 I, I've ended up catering for everything really. My online has become um, kind of every subject, whatever whatever somebody needs. A, a big network of families who keep talking, and uh, that's that's gone really really well. And then of course I've got the a school here in Pattaya, Thailand. So mm. for people who aren't in Thailand, I'm about an hour and a half down the road from you in Bangkok mm, mm. Um, and got a school here. My school here has been open for seven months now or six and a half months. Um, I've got the only uh, evening and weekend tuition school in all of Thailand mm. that has got um, qualified teachers from the UK, QTS and PGCE. So I came over here uh, a few years ago, now four years ago, not mm. as long as you, four years. <laughs> uh, and I was working at a British international school. Mm. And um, I just got lots and lots of inquiries mm. about extra tuition. Can you come and give my child some extra work after school? And of course, we're not allowed to do that when mm. we're working in an international school. Mm. Um, so I could see a business. I could see a business opportunity and opened... I started the process of, of opening a tuition school here and uh, that, that took a very long time. Mm. But, you know, bureaucracy in Thailand can make that quite difficult. Mm. And uh, and everything kind of went back to front in the end because although my school, my, my school opened in January of this year, it was always supposed to be the school first and then the online. Okay. But of course, we know what happened, right? <laughs> you know, COVID, COVID mm. hit. And uh, it was about a year ago now that I started the online, the online tuition business. Mm. And that's just grown from strength to strength. There was a period of time there, obviously, when there were school closures and things like that, where I saw the biggest opportunity mm. for, for online learning. And, and I was offering, um, I don't know if you know this, but I was offering a, a full-time education program um, oh, okay. which I didn't was, know that yeah I didn't know yeah, which mm. was uh, basically a much 
better deal than than what the international schools were offering. Mm. Um, you know, with the international schools, they kind of cut fees by, I don't know, 10 or 15%. And we're still offering online classes with, you know, up to, I know, I know of one mm. international school here, I won't <laughs> say their name, that had 40 children in an online class wow. at a time. Wow. wow. That's an international school with big fees. Most of them, as you know, would be around 18, 24 uh, in an online class. Right. And, and I was able to offer something with just five and six children in a class. Fraction of the price. Wow. Same teachers, same curriculum. And that's where it all grew, really. You know, we got quite, we got, that, that was very popular. That went very well mm. for a few months until schools reopened, which was good. And then, of course, that's when the, the school grew as well. That's Fantastic. a little bit about me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, it's a, it's a very inspirational uh, journey, Ash. But by the way, do you prefer Ashley or Ash? I don't mind. Don't Ashley, mind? Ashley or Ash is fine. Okay, yeah. okay. That's okay. Well, um, yeah, it's quite it's quite an interesting journey you've described there. And um, I certainly know from, from my history um, 16 years ago now, when I qualified as a teacher, private tutoring offered me a way to earn some extra money and quite quite a large amount of extra money and coming over here to Thailand there's a, obviously a huge demand for um, native English speaking um, international school teachers to do tutoring um, and I'm just wondering really what your um, advice would be for everyday teachers like me who want to make some extra money through tutoring um, but also don't want to um, overburden themselves or take on too much workload. Have you got any kind of tips you would give? I do. So I suppose the first thing there, Richard, is it, it does entirely depend. It's, it's, there's a lot of context in mm. there as to what the teacher wants. What mm. does the teacher want? What do they want to achieve short term and long term? Mm. For me... When I first started doing tuition, I was looking for a little bit of extra income, a little bit extra. I remember the first bit of private tuition that I ever did, two hours just down the road in Najom Tien, two hours of tuition, a good rate, good hourly rate, took the cash at the end, looked in my hand and saw that I'd made as much money in two hours Mm. in a one-to-one, very straightforward, simple nice lesson you know how it is one-to-one with a child <laughs> it's lovely it's mm. very you know the, the, the child wants to learn the parents have set some a nice little room up for you in the house or whatever and you've took your little whiteboard and your laptop and it was lovely it was a really lovely two hours mm. you could see progress in the lesson because of it being one-to-one and i walked out of that house feeling 10 feet tall, you know, a good bit of cash in the pocket and sitting there. And that's when it kind of dawned on me. And it was the, you know, it's a sense of achievement inside you that, oh God, I just did that myself. That money was for me. Mm. What I just did then was for me. It's not for the school. It's not to, and in an international school and certainly the private ones, it wasn't making somebody else money. Mm. That was me making my own money. And that was my first real taste of kind of self-employment. Mm, and mm. I liked it. Mm. So coming back to your, your first question there is, you know, what advice would you give? Well, my advice would be that keep a very much an open mind. Mm. 
because you might go into it thinking, I just want to do one hour extra a week, you know, an extra 25 quid, 30 quid, an mm. extra $50 or whatever, you know, however it looks, an extra thousand baht, or, you know. Mm. But where's that going to go? You don't, you really, really don't know. Mm. I did not know. It was only, I think that was only two, two and a half years ago now that I did that. I didn't realize when I did that, that, you know, within two and a half years, I'm going to have, uh, you know, a successful tuition school that's, mm. that's grown to over a hundred students in six months, a physical building that I'd have an online tuition school that's got, you know, a lot of students and a lot of teachers work, you know, you, you don't know where it's going to go. Mm. So I would say, keep an open mind, take it very, very seriously. And, because there's a chance there that you really, really actually fall in love with it. Mm. And it takes you somewhere that's really quite special that you didn't think it ever could. I see. So okay. I would say an open mind is the important one. You know, a lot of people... <laughs> but then, but it's like I said at the start, it's context. Mm. Like in my experience, there's, there's two types of teachers. There's career teachers who who always want to be in a school they're striving to be in the best schools mm. you know those top tier international schools or those those outstanding schools in the uk mm. that was never really me or or it might have been at one point i might have thought one you know i want to be ahead i want to be this i want to have my own school but then I, that that quickly dissipated <laughs> when, I, when i started when when you start looking at the workload of a, an outstanding head mm. teacher in the uk and what that looks like and i'm like oh <laughs> I don't I don't like that too much. Mm. Um but yeah, it can take you anywhere. It can take you anywhere that you want to go. Open mind and and who knows. Mm. Fantastic. Um I certainly um can um relate to what you've said there Ash because um I remember when I started doing private tutoring myself and um I would get a lot of referrals from parents who were happy with what I'd done and they would tell other parents and they would get on board, send their kids to me. And um, I found it to be um, a really good way to make extra money. But I, I also reached a point where I was tutoring at one stage every evening after school during term time and it just became exhausting. Um, and I know um, earlier we spoke about the potential of concentrating classes for example doing doing group classes oh yeah and doing uh that kind of like this concept of less for more so for example teaching four students at 500 baht an hour or 25 pounds an hour whatever it might mm. be and you're taking in more cash mm -mm -mm. per hour with the four students rather than doing two students for two hours or four students correct yeah well, that 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 there richard is is something that you Again, open-minded, being mm. open-minded as, as to what can be done and moving and adapting with, with what works. Because with any business, because that's what you are, right? People, mm. people need to realize that once you become a private tutor, that is your business then. Mm. You are an accountant, you're a salesperson, you're, you're, you're all of these things, you're, you're marketing, and people think I'm not saying you are. You're you're selling your new service. There's lots of new skills that need to go with that. Mm. And one of the things that you want to you're going to want to do is you're going to want to scale. Mm. How can you scale it? Well, you know, for me, the first thing was what you've just said: start making groups. 
start putting the groups together four or five or six in a group mm. um it, the, the you know collaborative learning anyway in its in itself is is excellent children learning from other children mm. and i can tell you that that it works in online i, I i've had it we limit it at, at six for some of the group classes we limit it at six and it works well it works really really nicely so long as the children can you know behave themselves and they understand the rules and you know it takes us you know a strong teacher to be able to set up that environment to make sure it works but one thing that that lots of teachers have been able to do over the last two and a half years is adapt and make sure that that does work mm. but one thing that teachers might not have had a lot of experience of is is those small groups and limiting it to five or six mm. some of them might still have that 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 closed mind that oh my gosh I, when I was doing it, it was 18 in a class or, in, you know, it might have been 30 in the UK. I'm not mm. sure what, I don't, I'm not too sure what they were doing back there during COVID, but I think, you know, maybe 30, 30 in a group or the, 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 the school I mentioned earlier with 40. Just, just think about how it could be, it could work well with five or six, what mm. you're doing. Um, and, and you could grow it, you could grow it from there for sure. That's scalability. That's another business, that's the business part of it. Yeah. How can you maximize your time? Mm. Mm an interesting point you make about um, business skills because um, as, as you've mentioned there teachers are teachers and most teachers are not really trained in these um, no. uh, these business um, attributes skills mm-hmm. and techniques and um, what, what do you think is the is the biggest um, kind of skill set you've learned in, in your role as a, a school owner now and a, a tutor coordinator? That's, that's very very easy to answer sales sales in, it, that that's the easiest question to answer that you're going to ask me today that is the single most important thing for any business and as mm. i've said you are now a business mm. if you're not making sales you've got no business if there's no revenue you've got no business mm. sales is the most important thing in any business revenue is the most important thing bottom line is important revenue is more important mm. okay money coming in that 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 keeps you going mm. and it is sales that does that i have i have i can tell you now um i have spent hundreds of hours at least hundreds of hours on sales training mm, okay. and it is an it's a very very important skill and and you know it might be looked down upon oh, i'm a sales but people might look down on that everyone's a salesperson mm. everybody you're a salesperson. You're doing your, your, your books. You're doing your podcasts. You're doing your blogs. You are selling yourself mm. to people. Everyone is selling every day. If you can learn how to sell, that's, that's going to take you to another level. And it is certainly, you know, okay, you have to have a good product. It has to be priced in the right way. There has to be value there. That's value, you know. Um, but you need to be able to sell it. You need to be able to get in front of people. You need pe- people. You need to be able to get attention. Mm. There's another thing you're very good at, Richard. All oh, right, getting attention. Oh, you're oh, very good you. at getting attention. Okay, you're very very good at getting attention. Again, you could have the best product in the world if you if nobody knows about it, it's not going to go anywhere. Being omnipresent, being everywhere mm. for yourself. You're on Facebook. You're on Instagram. You're doing podcasts. You're writing books. You're you're doing all of these things. That's what gets you the attention. Mm. You need that. When you capture that attention, what are you then doing with it? 
are you selling that person? How are you monetizing it? How are you moving it forward? So sales is very, very important. That that That's an easy one. Mm. Um, another thing, just, just coming back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier about, I'm just thinking about, about these, the new tutors and things mm. like that. And one thing that I would say is, is, is quite dangerous as well for, for new tutors is, is staying small. Okay. Staying small is, is, is a problem because if, and this comes back to context at the beginning. So I've got some, some, um, well, actually the, because I've got the tutors working, I've got, I've got pupils coming all the time and if and if one of their students dropped out i can i can feed them another one mm. but if you're self-employed if you're one of these teachers back in the uk for example when i lived in the uk i i, I was uh i was a teaching couple we owned a house we had no money at the end of the month mm. we had next to nothing I, hadn't, I i didn't really think about doing private tuition back then but um if i did i might be thinking right well, you know i could do an extra maybe two hours a week mm. i could pick up maybe another 200 pounds a month something like that you know and that will help a lot. Mm. Okay, so you get your one child, you get your your money coming in, and as you know, you become dependent on that two hundred pounds. Mm. Now that's not two hundred pounds actually; that's two hundred pounds that you're spending. Mm. You become dependent on it. You stay small. You keep one child. What happens when you lose that one child mm. for whatever reason? You're back. You're back down. So staying small is quite dangerous. Mm. So that comes back to the to the other point there of how you could make the groups. If you lose, you know, how, how can you, you keep the same amount of time bringing it in? But that's why the, and that's the same in any business, grow, grow, grow. Mm. If you, if you stay small, it, it's a, it's dangerous to stay small. Being big, you know, it's risky <laughs> and there's a lot, a lot that comes with it, mm. but the reward can be great. Um, So that's another thing that I would say would be, would be a mistake that some tutors make is, Oh, I'm going to have this one child and I'm going to get this 50 pounds a week and, or the 2,000 mm. pound a week and that'll be good and everything will be fine forever. No, no, no. You, what happens when you lose that child? Mm. You know, or something else happens. It's good to have, to try and grow and, and add ones here and there. And it comes back to what I said at the very beginning. Before you know it, mm. you might have a, a tuition business that's making more than your full-time job, mm. your school job. Which takes us to the other thing I, I I said a little bit earlier. It's been playing my mind. I said there's two types of teachers. I never told you who the second type was. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I was, the, I was yeah, thinking that. Yeah. It's the teachers. It's the teachers really that that that, that want more. There's not many of them. Mm. There's not many of them. The teachers that that kind of want that more know that they can they could potentially do more. Want that little bit more. Um, perhaps even those ones. Th- these are probably the ones that come to teach abroad. Mm. The ones who come t- to Thailand or or teach abroad. The ones that 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 want that kind of work-life balance that you re- that is impossible in the UK in a mm. school. I I believe it's 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 fairly impossible. Maybe there's there's some good schools now. Maybe things are changing. I found it very difficult. The second lot of teachers, which is which is me, you know, that's why that's why I came to Thailand. Mm. I wanted a better work-life balance, uh, and I certainly had it. I had it in the international school I was working at. It was a great balance. The balance actually for me probably went a little bit too far. Okay. Whereas, you know, and, and I knew I could do more and that's why I left. I wanted to do more. I left mm. my school. Uh, I wanted that. But those teachers who want more, you know, you can very quickly kind of develop that that coveted digital nomad lifestyle, right? Mm. That that can mm. come very quick. I, I've got, I've got, 
I've got some teachers, brilliant teachers who are working for me, who were living on islands in Thailand, mm. earning a really nice sum of money, not extraordinary amounts of money, mm. but they're working for two, three hours a day, living in their little house on the beach. Oh mm. my gosh, you know, they're, they're, he's, I'm just thinking of one guy in particular. He's got a lovely little house on Samui. He lives on the beach. Mm. I'm probably paying him between forty and 50000 a month, depending on how many hours he chooses to do. Mm. And he's he's loving it. <laughs> you know, he's loving it. You know, that that's the difference. That's mm. what I'm saying. The other ones, but some for some teachers, they want that, that headship. They want the, you know, mm. it's different. It's different. So that's, you know, where that context comes in again. Mm. But these things can be achieved. Mm. I think that's a good um, statement to... Um conclude that point on there ash that that these things can be achieved um and thinking back there to your your point about a scalability and um and teachers becoming business people um one of the the challenges that i think that some teachers have is when they when they take on these these tutoring roles and they do start to scale up they come across problems they come across um obstacles and, and they make a few mistakes along the way, which can kind of um, slow down their business a bit. One of the, I think one of the biggest mistakes I made was um, I had a student who had an exam the next day, a chemistry exam, and um, I was just exhausted from a hard day of working at school. I hadn't slept very well the night before. And a few hours prior to the tutoring session, I informed his mum and himself that the tutoring was cancelled because I was I was busy, and I'd, I'd really let that student down. And um, it was a mistake that I I learned from personally, you know, to to never cancel if you can avoid it, and and to you know um, be there for your students. Um, are there any big mistakes that you? obviously without naming names, but the, the tutors you're responsible for or the tutoring you've done in your time, are there any big mistakes that come to mind or even little mistakes that tutors make which can um, affect their reputation or affect their business? Yeah. So one thing one thing I would say there, there Richard, and, it, and it, links to, it links to a little bit about what you and I have discussed before. Mm coming from being a teacher in the UK to, to, to international and the mindset. It's in the mindset. So what you've talked about that, you know, cancelling a lesson, that's a big no-no really, you know. Mm. This, this can really affect your reputation and your reputation. It's a bit like going to a restaurant. Mm. You know, for me, it only takes one bad experience in a restaurant. I won't go back. Right. This is no different. It's a business now. For, for me, there's a, there's a when teachers come abroad internationally when you're in the UK or certainly when I was in the UK I had the you know I had a, an incredible head teacher she was she was unbelievable a, a super head in mm. every sense of the word she was fantastic she backed you to the hilt you could you could if you had an issue with a parent you could tell that parent where to go you, you know if you knew that you were right your my, my head would would back you and, and that was it if something serious happened, your union would back you. You know, you you, you were you were covered. Mm. You know, it's the safest job in the world, right? Being being a teacher in in the UK, it's a safe job. But it's not the same here. It's not the same. And um, you you know, you're you're moving into the private sector now. Mm. 
If you've come to an international school abroad, that's private sector. If you're doing your own personal tuition abroad, that's private sector. Mm. There's a different level of expectation. There's a different, you know, what you need to be doing is not getting bogged down in what you've tried to escape the UK mm. from. Don't get bogged down. Take it for what it is. Take it for the, the teaching and learning opportunity that you have there without the the the, the shadow of Ofsted hanging over you or, or anything like that. Relax. Deliver good teaching and learning. Don't be too rigid. I've got some teachers with me now that are very rigid, mm. very rigid in their approach. All this, you know, online learning is still a challenge. I'm talking about the online now in particular. Mm. Online is still a challenge. There's still, the, 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 the big challenges there are, you know, how do you build a relationship with a student in a small group of six in an online class? I mm. get that. But you can do it. Mm. But there's there's too many teachers who, who will still, no, 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 it's too different. No, I can't do this. I can't. Oh, this child, this child's working at, at, at phase two phonics and they're in a phase three group. Come on, relax. Take it back a step. Take it back. Look at how you can solve the problem. You, you, you haven't got a head teacher that you can turn to and who's going to back. You've got to solve that mm. problem. You've got, to, mm. you've got to make that happen. Because the alternative is you lose the work. Mm. This is the private sector. You'll get sacked. Mm. So you, you, you've got to come at it. You've got to come at that. That's the mistake that, that some teachers still make. They think that they've got this, this power that they can do. You, you don't. You don't that the, the 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 rug will be pulled out from underneath you immediately. You know you cancel lessons; they're not going to resign. Mm. You 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 tell you you say no, I, I can't do that. They're not going to resign. Mm. Key key thing: over promise and then over deliver on that promise. Mm, 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 mm. If you can over promise a parent, if you can promise a parent the world and then deliver the universe, you're going to be absolutely fine. Mm. Now, that, that is not to say that you you promise parents that their child is going to be the next Albert Einstein. Of course, we're not talking <laughs> about that. It's about what you deliver yourself personally, what you are in control of, what you what you can shape, what you can decide. And and on that, two things in particular, which, which we've just mentioned, are mm. delivering outstanding lessons, delivering your very, very best lessons that are pre-planned and with the kids in front of you, six children, and, and showing up. Mm. <laughs> you know, they're, mm. they're two things that are very basic that you can do, but doesn't always happen. Mm. Um so I would I would say that that they're uh, some of the mistakes, and then just just going back again, staying small, uh, not being business minded. These are things that that you really got to get your head into now. Mm. And actually, what's really interesting, Richard, is is that that we're all teachers. Mm. How much time as as professionals are we taking? Perhaps your, your listeners are quite good at this. They're, they're doing their own <laughs> continued professional development, right, by tuning right. into your podcast. That's, I'm, I might be preaching to the converted here, but how about developing other skills mm. like sales, mm. like mm. Uh, like going to networking events, like putting yourself in difficult positions, like, like learning marketing? Mm. You know, how many of you are doing that? You know, are you continually growing and moving and 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 moving forward or are you stagnating because mm. if you stagnate and you sit there you're going to be left behind and 
yeah, that you know, when you're in the UK, we get very good CPD, don't we, in terms of being of in a course, classroom yeah. and, and what that looks like. But it's just, just you know, summarize all the points I've just made. We're in a different ball game here now. Mm, this mm. is this is a different game. This is private sector. This is very very competitive tuitions, dog eat dog. Parents are signing up for you know twenty hours, twenty five hours, whatever it might be. Then you've got to come to that person and ask them to re-sign again. Mm, how mm. does that look? Mm. How does that look? How are you going to approach that? You know, if you haven't, if you're not trained in how to deliver that sales approach, mm. can you? Would you be confident to take that person from twenty hours up to a hundred? Mm. That's something I've had to develop, or even a thousand. I've sold huge packages of tuition that I never thought would be possible until you realize that it is possible mm. because because you can and you've learned that and you've got that confidence but the, you know it doesn't start it doesn't start like that mm. you have to learn it but there's no way that that I would have got to where I'm not saying that I've made it absolutely not don't be silly I'm still I'm still doing sales training every day now mm. but there's no way that I would be able to get to where I am now without from from just being a teacher, mm, from just being mm. a classroom teacher, mm. that that's not going to have built these two businesses. No way. That's not how it works. Wow, Ash, there's a, a lot of juice to extract from that. I think um, could be waffling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I mean, there's, there's just so much. I'm, li- that, I'm, uh, I'm losing track of where I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, one of the big things that I took from that was the uh, overpromising and overdelivering. That's so important. Mm. That is value. Mm. that that again sales that is the value are you giving value mm. how are you adding value you know however that might look there's lots of different ways that you can add value i don't need to go through that but that that that's one of the most important things mm. I, even at my school now richard my school is is without any shadow of a doubt the most expensive tuition school in patia mm. pr- possibly in thailand that 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 well no sir, no it's not in Thailand we had that conversation before <laughs> it's not because I know of one that that's that's ridiculous okay but it's 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 expensive mm. it's an expensive school parents come to me they say you're very expensive y- yes I am I we are we are very expensive there's there's no doubt about that we're we're twice the price of the 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 English language school down the road that's that's being taught about. but we're we're ten times more value mm. there's there's no doubt about that. Okay, yeah, we're, we're, we might be double the price. We're 10 times more value. And parents have to realize the value. Mm. Often they'll look at price. But again, I'm going to lose, you know, this is, this is an, an objection, not rejection. It's an objection. Mm. Someone's saying that's very expensive. That's an objection. They're objecting. They're not rejecting. They're not walking mm. out the door. They're objecting. Acknowledge their objection. Show them the value. Come to them again. Mm. If they're still saying it's still very expensive, you need to add more value again. Where can you add the value? Don't bring the price down. Don't get into a price war. Okay. You start getting into a price war, you start lowering the price of your tuition, you're taking the value away. You're, you're showing weakness. If you really believe that, that, that the product that you're delivering, this is all sales again, you see mm. what I'm talking about. Mm. It's about pe- people might look, tutors, I can imagine teachers all over the world pricing their tuition, I don't know, a thousand an hour. A parent says, oh, it's very expensive. Teacher thinking, oh my God, I've just been rejected. I have to bring the price down. No, you don't. Show them why it's a thousand an hour. Show them why it's fifteen hundred an mm. hour. Show them why it's two thousand an hour. Show them the value. Show them why. This is the reason why. It's because of this, this, and this. Mm. Do you want your child to get to this level? This is what it costs. Let's sign here. Let's do it. 
but but some teachers would come. Oh, okay, we could do it for seven hundred. Mm. <laughs> that's not that's that's not the way to do it. Mm. Add more value. But again, that's that's some sales secrets I've just given there. <laughs> yeah, well, they're very big sales secrets because I yeah. mean, before you just um, uh, described all of that, Ash, mm. um, I would very much have been in the same mindset mm-hmm. of if a parent doesn't want the tuition. I can bring the price down and I've done that a few times mm. in the past and sometimes it's worked but actually oftentimes looking back I've actually resented of course you have bringing down that price of course yeah. you have without without you know that and that then you start looking at it because you've got some tuition that's that's doing this rate some mm. that's doing that rate you could be working harder on the one that's doing the lower rate and and for what? Because you've sold yourself short mm. but mm. but these things I'm saying these are sales secrets they're not sales secrets Go and pick up a book. Go and, st- and but again, I wouldn't have had the. I, I would have been exactly the same. I wouldn't have had the confidence to turn around and say to someone, "Yeah, I agree with you." Always agree, by the way. Mm, That's okay. number one rule of selling. Always agree. If someone says to you, "You're very expensive," and you say, "No, we're not," <laughs> you've just you've just argued with somebody. <laughs> okay. You've just told them that their opinion is wrong. Don't mm, do that. Mm, again, mm. this is learning, right? You, you, your your tuition's very expensive. It is very expensive. I agree with you. So is a Mercedes. So is a Rolls Royce, mm. but this is why a Rolls Royce is is better than a Toyota Yaris, which is what I drive. Mm, fantastic. <laughs> but again, this is what the, this is what the this is what the big brands are doing, mm. and you want to you want to try and, you know, I'm positioning myself that the unique selling point of what of what my schools are, the online and the physical, is that we have teachers with the highest qualifications. Mm. So yeah, we're the most expensive. Mm. You can't you know. You can't compare the price of what my school's delivering to to ABC English down the road. Mm. I've just made that name up, by the way. <laughs> I don't want any libel, right? <laughs> ABC English down the road, and you know, being being taught by not British fully qualified teachers, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where that's getting the message across to people. That's the unique selling point mm. that that I'm thinking there, and you know, the num- another just super super important thing that 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 teachers sometimes is is relationships mm. when i when i was living in the uk i was much more introvert you you come here you have to be more extrovert you're you're, you're doing business now mm. it's relationships that's mm. incredibly important in in every single thing that you do in life mm. relationships relationships with with students relationships with parents relationships with everybody um because that's how you're going to get the best results by having good relationships you Mm. can't have good relationships if you're not delivering good value Mm. so the Mm. two things come come hand in hand again Mm. i hope i'm not rambling no not at all (laughs) it's it's great great advice um i mean there's there's just i think there's there's so many things there that everyday teachers just just don't even think about and don't even consider and um one of the the final things i'd kind of like to explore with you ash is you mentioned earlier as well about um signing students up for 10 hours or 20 hours or now i that is something i think that most tutors do not do at all they do it hour by hour um it's, it's always how i've done it and i think it's a great idea to say to a parent here's a 30 hour package and mm. this is what you'll get from it yeah. this is the value you'll get yeah. 
this is why you should sign up. Um, have you got any more golden nuggets like that that you can share with us? You've put me on the spot there. <laughs> I, I just think that think things like that, things like the packages, mm. you know, that, that, that shows a commitment from everybody. You know, you know, for a teacher, that gives you an element of comfort, you know. You know, for me, selling, selling tuition by the hour, week by week is madness. Mm. It just makes, it make, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Mm. Um, because I think that you're just, you're just in, a, in a really difficult position. And another thing that you're opening yourself up to there, Richard, is that it makes it, makes it so easy. We've talked about, about teachers mm. cancelling. Okay. It <laughs> makes it incredibly easy for parents to cancel. Right, right, Incredibly right. easy. And you don't want that. You know, you want commitment. I think the main point there is commitment. And yet the price drops down. The price drops down from 25 hours to 100 hours. Yeah, the price drops a little mm. bit, but that's just normal. That's not mm. lessening the value. Mm. That's you getting the value that's coming to you there is that you're getting a 100-hour commitment. I, I sell packages of 100 hours all the time. Mm. That, that you know, but they don't, um, let me tell you, they don't immediately come in on 100 hours. That's quite rare. Mm. what they do is they come in on 25 okay and then what's the next one the next one when they've done 25 hours when you've given that value when you've over promised and you've over delivered mm. that's when they come in for the 100 hours mm. but but that's how you can grow the bit again this is talking about scalability that's that's how you can then grow the business mm. and then how are you using that money that you've just got that 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 big that big amount from 100 hours how are you then putting that back in the business to grow that's again this is all business mm. that teachers won't consider or no, I'm going to just do an hour a week every week. There's there's no security there, mm. and there's no commitment, and the ch and and that will feed in. That will actually very much feed into the student as well. We haven't really talked much about teaching, <laughs> and and learning. Mm. We haven't talked much about that. We've been mm. talking a lot about business because that's that's really a lot of where where my head is now. Mm. It's growing the business and 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 having and managing and leading the teachers, good teaching and learning. You know, I trust the teachers to be delivering that. But if if a, for me, if a, if I knew that my mum was paying on the week every week and one week we might have the lesson one week we might how committed am i mm, mm. if i know my mum's just laid down a huge amount of money for 100 hours and i'm going to be with this teacher for 100 hours mm. i'm going to be more inclined probably to do a bit more work so i think that the i haven't really thought about that too much but there is a, a, a commitment the commitment is the the big thing there that i'm thinking about mm. a commitment a commitment to to learning and a commitment um to what's being delivered. Mm, yeah. So there's commitment on both sides. Both sides. There, yeah. Both sides. And then, then there's the, the, the accountability for the teacher as well. Right now mm. you've got to deliver 100. You've got to deliver on that. Mm, mm, mm. And let me tell you, when you, start, when you start selling big packages of tuition in advance, that's when you start thinking, oh, this looks good. This could be something that I really like. Mm. And that's when you end up sitting on beaches. <laughs> <laughs> And teaching, teaching next to a pool. Yeah, oh, you can fantastic. do that. You can do that. Fantastic, Ash. Well, I think you've given, um, I think you've given the audience um, just so much to think about today. And uh, I think you've, in this podcast episode, you've um, over-delivered. Um, okay, good. On, uh, on what I was um, certainly expecting, because you've just given me personally as well, just so, so much good advice. Yeah. Um, where, where can people... Um, find out about your school and, okay. and where can they find out about you uh i'll tell you what, i'm not as good as you are richard <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm not i'm not podcasting this is my first ever podcast oh, i've enjoyed great. it though it's been fun great uh i haven't written any books 
so you can't find me in um, in the bookshops. You can find you can you can find me on on Facebook Ash Bignall. Mm. You can find my school uh, British Learning Centre Patia. You can find that find that on Facebook. Very active on there. Mm. Um, my website uh, www.britishlearningcentre.com. Uh, mm. You can you can find find us through there. Email address info at britishlearningcentre.com. Any any way you come through there will come to me. I'd be very happy to to speak to uh, to any teachers who are, who are interested in in developing further and and perhaps some teachers who want to want to come and do some work as well. Uh, we're always looking for more teachers as well. Fantastic. And right. and do you accept teachers internationally? To yes, yeah, yeah. So well, teachers who are working around the world, mm. right? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Um, Right now, my my uh, the, the the online business is kind of developing a bit more. We're, we're doing uh, more work uh, beyond Thailand, mm. a lot more work beyond Thailand, um, and we are looking for for native speakers, preferably with with QTS mm. status, PGCE, IPGCE is okay as well. Um, yeah, we're always looking looking for for new teachers, but have to be native speakers. And have to be, have to have qualifications. Mm. Um, we've not done too much work with with TEFL teachers, mm. um, but there is more. We are working with more of them now as well. So that's that for sure, for sure. Fantastic, fantastic. So for uh, for anyone listening who's been inspired by uh, Ash's advice today, uh, do feel free to uh, get in touch and um, I'll put all of the information you just mentioned there, Ash, your social media links, your website, I'll put those in the episode description um, so good. that people can um, contact you. Good. And um, I just want to say thank you so much. It's been You're a brilliant... Uh, we didn't, I'm just very conscious, we didn't really talk about teaching alone. <laughs> But but no, in terms of the the, the business side of, of opening, of starting mm. tuition, you know, you don't know where it's going to go. Mm. It it really can be big, and it can be really special, and it can be your thing, and it's it it's great. It can be really great. Well, it sound it sounds brilliant and um, very 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 inspiring and. Um, I've learned a lot and I know that anyone listening to this has, has picked up so much information. So very grateful for your time, You're Ash. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Very grateful indeed. And Thanks, uh, you, it's my pleasure. And I hope to see you again on this episode in the future sometime. Who knows? Good man. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Well, everybody, um, thank you. That's the end of today's episode. Until next time. Bye bye for now. Do you want to say goodbye, Ash? Bye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.